Hey everybody, my name is Austin Killian. I'm Andrew Harper. And we're both pastors at First Baptist Church in Cleveland. Welcome to the Exiles Podcast where we talk about life, doctrine, hot topics, and all things Baptist from a gospel-centered point of view. Andrew, it has been a minute. It's been like days. No, it really hasn't. It's been like two weeks since we've actually recorded. It's a long time. We've actually been really busy. So just in the month of May, we had Senior Sunday. You've been to Boston. Yep. I've been to summer camp. That's right. Uh, Mother's Day has happened. That has happened. You went to Texas. Oh yeah. For graduation. That's right. That's right. For your grad- I've been to North Carolina for graduation. We've been all over. We've been everywhere, man. Yeah, and then next week, you're going to Anaheim. Yeah, with Tommy. Yeah. Should be interesting. <laughs> Dude, we have been. It's been a crazy month and a. It's not even been a month and a half. It's just been a month. Yeah, and we flew to Texas, flew to Boston, and I'll fly to California. Yeah. I've been on a plane a way more than I want to be. But Anaheim's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. And Boston was fun, too. But I don't know if it, I don't know if I told you this, but our flight back to New York got canceled, and so we had to fly to Minneapolis. Ooh. We didn't... We didn't Did you say hi to John Piper? We wanted to, yeah, we were going to see if we could <laughs> stop right. by and see if we could see John, <laughs> hang out with him for a bit. <laughs> But, like, we traded a flight of 30 minutes from Boston to New York for a flight that was three hours to Minneapolis. Just to get back? Yeah, because the flight from New York to to Memphis is only two hours. Really? Yeah. Same thing for Minneapolis. Wait, so, wait, New York. LaGuardia, yeah. Like, like New York City, New York? New York City. It's only two hours from Memphis? Flying. Like, two hours, right, maybe two and a half hours at the most. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to New York. Yeah, that's not that far. I didn't realize that. Even Minneapolis I, was only two hours. I thought I thought it was. How far is Anaheim? It's three hours and twenty minutes. Really? That is like all the way across, like on the other end of. California. That's not too bad though. No, it's not. I wonder how long that drive is. I do not want to drive that. It's probably like a couple of days. Oh, that makes me sick just thinking about it. Ugh. Well, we uh, have released a couple of episodes. Last week we released uh, one of Harrison's episodes on uh, one of the missionaries that he talked about. Mm-hmm. And that was our podcast for the week last week because we were just been so busy we hadn't been able to record. And that is a very beautiful picture. That's Manhattan. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's get back on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> he just showed me a picture of the, from the outside of the plane going into Manhattan. There you go. Anyways, um, we, we're going to get back on track with the discipleship tools. Hot dog. Yeah. And so our topic today is? Fasting. Fasting, right? And so, um, a lot of what we're going to be pulling out of today, we're actually going to be pulling out of Don Whitney's book, Spiritual Disciplines um, of the Faith, and it is a great book. I would recommend it to anybody who is wanting to get into practicing spiritual disciplines. I feel like you have another book though in mind. I, you've mentioned it to me before. Can you think about? It? I can't think of a name. Not just it's not about just Don Whitney's book um, on spiritual discipline. Yeah, uh, Richard Foster. That's it. That's his name. Wrote a book. Uh, on spiritual disciplines too. Uh, it's really good. And, and and Richard Foster was like in the seventies, or I think he was in the sixties or seventies. Um, whenever, whenever whenever that one was published, like republished to kind of like be popularized. Sure. Um, and it kind of, in some ways, and it has some different ones. Uh, it has a lot of the same ones that Don Whitney's does, um, but it has some different ones in there as well. Um, but yeah, it's 
It's really good. He and he, I think what Foster does is he kind of gives you some different categories to think about spiritual disciplines, mm-hmm. um, and that, like there are certain ones that are for um, kind of inward growth. There are certain ones that are for outward growth. There are even some that are specifically for corporate growth. Gotcha. And so he actually gives you some categories to think about them in that way. But that's a good book. Well, today we're talking about fasting, and one of the things that that Don Whitney says in his book. And it wasn't in particular about fasting. He says, fasting is the most feared and misunderstood of all the spiritual disciplines. You kind of want to unpack that for us a little bit? Um, I would probably say it's just because it's not practiced a whole lot. Um, I think a lot of people have seen other people read their Bible or talk about reading their Bible. They've heard and seen people pray mm-hmm. publicly. Um and those are corporate things that people do, especially in churches. Um, not many churches fast corporately. Um, not, not that they don't. I mean, I've heard yeah. people, people doing that. Um, but I think it's just, I, I don't know if it's, not because it's not biblical. I think it's mainly because it's not been seen. I think just a lack of exposure, maybe some ignorance um, and how to do it, uh, how long should we do it. Like just all the pieces of that of that issue of, you know, why do some people not read their Bible? Because they just don't know how. They don't, yeah. know, they don't know where to start. I think it's the same issue for even more so for fasting. I think another issue that, that, that might come with fasting is that because we live in such a fast-paced world, we want things right now. And I think that in some ways that's created like a, uh, a feeling of um, impatience and a lack of self-control. Like when we don't get what we want now, we're kind of, we kind of act like toddlers and we're like, we throw a fit, you know? Mm. And so I think that part of it is that um, we, we're we not learning to practice patience and self-control, which obviously is what fasting does. Right. But, you know, it's that feeling of, like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to do these things. So I'm not going to fast because I want, I want stuff now. Yeah, and a lot of times um, fasting, one of the elements of it is for you to replace that time that you would spend in making and eating food – um, with seeking the Lord, yeah, and uh, prayer, or in scripture reading, or in uh, memorizing of scripture, like you're replacing that time. And to be honest, because again of our, our culture and the world that we live in, some of us don't spend that much time on making and eating a meal together. Yeah, like it's just like I grab something from from a fast food place real quick, and so it's like okay, I can fast and give 20 minutes to the Lord. Yeah. Back in their day, it would have taken a long time to get all the things you needed to put together a meal um, and then sit down with your family and eat. But to just say we're for the next two hours, we're not going to cook anything. We're just going to. Right. Because I think about, you focus. know, me making a, helping Amber make a meal at home, like it starts at like five, yeah. you know, and we're going to eat at six thirty or it might start at four thirty. And so that's a decent amount of time. Um, yeah. So that, that could be another reason. Some people just don't sit down and make meals at home. They just eat out more often and that kind of thing. So is is fasting a – is it just something that the old school Christians used to do or is it something that we should be doing today? Um, I would say there are some indications that there uh, is an expectation of fasting. And the first place I'm going to go, and really the main place I'm going to go, is Matthew chapter 6. This is Jesus' teaching on the Sermon on the Mount. So uh, Matthew 5, 6, and 7 is Jesus really giving a new um, kingdom uh, perspective of how to live life as a Christian. And in chapter 6 and verse 16, he says, in a way that's assuming you're going to fast, he says, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. 
For they disfigure their face, and their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So there's a sense that Jesus assumes that we're going to fast, and he gives kind of direction on how to do that. Don't make it very obvious. Don't make it, woe is me, I'm fasting, I can't eat today. I'm so hungry. Right. So he's... He has an assumption that you're going to, and there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not a question of if you should do it. It's a question of how do you go about doing it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's an assumption there just in that passage alone. And it's Jesus teaching specifically on fasting where he says, hey, when you do this, because it's expected that you're going to do this, right. you should do it this way, not this way. Um, so I think that's uh, a pretty um, – obvious place that we can see that it's an expected uh, discipline for us to practice as followers of Jesus. Mm. Well, um, we have explained the fear. We've gone through the expectation. Now, real quick, I want to define what fasting is exactly because we can't really practice something that we don't know what it is, especially now that it's an expectation for us. So, according to um, Don Whitney's book, uh, fasting is the voluntary abstinence from food for a specific period of time. The purpose is always God-centered and has a spiritual foundation and eternal value. Although it is appropriate to suggest that a person can fast from other activities, hobbies, and interests, the way fasting is addressed in the Bible is clearly related to food. And so, I, I want to... I don't know if many people would see a difference here, but I think I see a difference here. In the end of his definition, he says people can fast from activities, hobbies, and interests. The way fasting is addressed in the Bible, though, is clearly related to food. I think I would lean into fasting is strictly related to food and that we, as we are fasting from food, it can teach us to abstain from are certain activities, hobbies, and interests. So I want to make a separation. I think there's a difference between abstaining from things that distract us from God and then fasting for the purpose of holiness. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I think that fasting should be strict because anytime we see fasting in Scripture, it's referring to food. And we don't see it, like we don't see Jesus fasting from activities and fasting from other things, you know. So I think... I would stick towards food and say, okay, we're going to abstain from everything else that, you know, may be distracting us from growing and following Jesus. Right, and and that might be for a time. Yeah. Like how, you know, fasting isn't forever, and you're going to spend some time doing that. Uh, There might be a time frame that you do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I think biblically when we see fasting, it is always connected to, to food. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fasting explained. Next week, we're going to get into four purposes of fasting. And that's going to do it for us on the Exiles Podcast today. If you have any questions you would like answered, uh, please email us at theexilespod at gmail.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, support, rate, share, all the things for the Exiles Pod. Hey, if you're on Facebook and you follow us, it's really easy just to click the share button. Ta-da! Boom. So easy. Shared. And until next time, peace. Bye now.